This podcast does contain spoilers, so if you're okay with that, listen on. If not, pause the podcast, go watch the movie we're about to talk about, and come on back. All right, sweet. Excuse me. Brian, uh, over here. Hey. Pardon me, pardon me. Why don't you have the popcorn? It's starting! Woo! <laughs> hey, 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 hey! Shut up. Shut up and listen to the podcast. Hey! There's a lot out there to see. This is what we watched. Speaking of beer, Michelle Rodriguez doesn't want to go back to (laughs) Fast and Furious. That's a horrible transition, Matt. I would never make a transition like that. That was a Brandon transition. That was not a a me transition. That was Matt's attempt at a me transition. I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where the hell I was going with that. But it is a end of an era. Frankly... Before I read this article, mm-hmm. I did not know Netflix still rents DVDs. Netflix still rents DVDs? Fucking apparently. Do, and they, do they rent Blu-rays as well? Or just DVDs? Because that's, ooh, even, more, that that's is very, even more interesting. That's a very good call. I would assume that it's all... So it's ending. Netflix okay. is a rental... At least DVDs. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't imagine they're doing Blu-rays... I can't imagine they're spl- being like, well, the DVDs is in it is ridiculous. Right. Blu-rays, we're still pu- we're still gonna put money into we have that. This brand new format called Blu-ray. That seems insane to me. But so uh, if you want to rent any more, mm-hmm. uh, September 29th. Oh, they're giving year. you a whole five months. Yeah, September wow. 29th is your fish. Well, they gotta give everybody warning to return their shit because <laughs> I would assume they're gonna like charge them. They said um, September 29th they're done. Um, renting dvds mm. you can return up till october 29th i think and then i would assume they just gonna charge you the price of it after that fact Anyways. that was my that was my next guess is or my next question is is it like per dvd or is it i think in general like in the past from when i you know two lifetimes ago when this was a thing <laughs> um you got they basically charged you the price of the dvd so gotcha. it's like you went and bought it gotcha so they can just go and buy hypothetically a new one but sure. you already paid 10 times over for like the monthly thing of just holding on to it because yeah. God knows you're going to watch Bridge Over the River Kwai or whatever that <laughs> stupid ass movie is. Um, I think you might have combined like three or four movies in there. Maybe. They're all good. <laughs> um, but it, so if, if a it's fascinating about they're still doing DVDs That's at all. insane. I, you know, I did not know that. The last time I think I rented a movie that was not a digital movie was probably from Redbox. Because I got like a free one night rental coupon from something. Mm, I remember that. That sounds awful to me. It was uh, it was so much stressful, so much more stressful going, oh my God, it's 830 in the morning and I have until nine o'clock to return this and to a red box. And it's 9 a.m. that you got to return like it to? Yeah, something like It's a little night. It's Can't not even that. a 24 Can't hour. Can't do that. I don't have that kind of uh, structure in my life. Um, yeah. Yeah. It started in, do you know what year the DVD, uh, Netflix DVD started? Ooh. I feel like this is going to be like. Something stupid like 1983. No, it is not that. I can just <laughs> uh, tell you now. It's I'm gonna not go. That. I'm gonna go 2003. Ooh, close. 1997. Damn so, it! You know, six years off. Not too. That wasn't too bad. So, but like that is still pretty crazy. 25 years or whatever. 25 years. They're 25. doing coming up. No, 26. 26 ish years. <laughs> 25 asterisk. You know, ish. I don't know what date in 1997 quite it was. Uh, so. Okay, right. Exactly. Get math. Start getting days in there. Apparently, the last two years. They gave us the revenue mm-hmm. of the from the DVD rentals was 
2020 and 2021. Okay. 2020 was 2 million. Fuck. No, sorry, 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 sorry. 200 million. What? <laughs> and then, well, okay, actually, just, for 2020, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's also revenue, not profit. It's not profit. It's just revenue. I don't, I don't care. That's an astronomical number. That's twice what I told you the 100 million from the other day. That is very true, <laughs> um, which is technically in the future. Whatever. And then. Uh, wait, wait. I don't want to get stabbed. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. Uh, 2021, it's down to 100 million. Oh, my God. But now, and they, they didn't give any numbers for 2022. So I think they're just like. All right, we're out. I'm yeah, it might, I mean, yeah. If it if it shrank by half, right? Yeah, that's a huge loss. I just wonder what the overhead is because if you have this right? library, how much well, does it cost to store manpower. the DVDs? It's manpower. Uh-huh. Um, it's the same probably that Best Buy is closing stores and not facility, like not Warehouses, distribution centers. Yeah. Like they're building more of those because uh, it's more okay. expensive to keep all these bodies standing on. You know, floors. Just going. give it to the robots. Let the robots sort the DVDs. I mean, I'm down with that. I, I would prefer that. That's what I thought that they were there for. 25 years, they have uh, shipped more than 5.2 billion, with a B, billion DVDs. That seems in low. 25 in years. 25 years. That seems low to me. That's in- insane. But I did find- That's a lot of content. I know, right? Speaking of which, I, fi- I got two facts that Ooh. they that were fascinating to me. Okay. I got the most popular DVD shipped okay. and their first ever DVD that they shipped. Ooh. So I want to see if you can guess. I can't imagine you will. They're weird movies. <laughs> so I'll give you one. Okay, so 1997. I'll give, you, I'll give you a movie. Uh, Sandra Bullock is in one of them. And um, the dude who played Batman, and I'm spacing on his name, <laughs> who's going to play Batman in the stupid ass movie that oh, I'm not going to Oh boy, I only see. have three of them to pick from. Mm, not Ben Affleck. <laughs> Damn it. The old one. That, 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 that narrowed in, it down between one or Birdman. the other. Uh, oh, Michael Keaton. Okay, yeah, cool. that, it was either him or George Clooney. So... Okay, so Michael Keaton's Batman or a Sandra Bullock movie were the first and or most popular rented movie. Sandra Bullock is the most popular, which makes sense. Well, that helps. Which kind of makes sense to me. I feel Sandra like, Bullock's uh-huh. movie is the most popular rented. Is it Miss Congeniality? Ooh, I would have loved that. It's not. It's more. It's a more newer one. It. it is The Blind Side. Damn it! was my second guess the blind side is my, so i would have i would have loved it if it was i thought that was too recent i thought that was too recent to have because that was i feel like late 2000s early early 2010s ish in the past i agree with you <laughs> i just feel like that was not enough time to be the most wow okay so the first one 2009 no i agree, with you. I agree okay. with you. interesting uh, um, the, the first right. one it's an old one it's an old michael keaton movie uh, I'm going to go with Beetlejuice. Oh, nice. Beetlejuice was the first DVD that they shipped. Also. Nice. That's crazy. Definitely wasn't I don't know, being cued by that. By I, don't, I don't understand. I don't know why Beetlejuice was like the first one also. Especially because especially it's like an old movie. Like it was from 88, 1988. That's such a random piece of trivia. That Nine years after it came out, it, kinda, it was the first DVD <laughs> that they shipped. What? It, well, no, no. As a, from from when the movie came out, when yeah, did the DVD come out? Ooh, good call. I'm, right? not, I'm not. I refuse to look that up. So we're just <laughs> skip that. Everyone individually, you look it up yourself because I'm not doing that. <laughs> Insert here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll cue in. Right yell now. at your yell at your radio. That's a thing, right? <laughs> Radios, yes. You uh, still listen to the radio, don't you? I do actually. Uh the fuck was I going to say? Oh, that reminds me. That it makes me think of like the business entrepreneurs or, or owners who save the first dollar they ever made. Like, I don't understand how you keep track of that. I, I shuffle cash around so much. Well, I think it gets pulled out the second they make it. 
how do you know that that dollar is what got you over, over well, the edge? So, oh, yeah, right, because people used to use paper. Yes, I was going to say. I don't think that <laughs> happens that often anymore. Yeah, okay. Unless, right. he go, unless people go, it's more symbolic. A symbolic thing. Because it, I can right, see, exactly. like, you open a business, someone walks in, uh-huh. it's like, this is my first customer. They paying in a, a credit card, uh-huh. and then you whip up a dollar out of your uh, wallet <laughs> and go, this is the first dollar I've made. <laughs> And then you're like, yeah, I don't need to tell people. But it really wasn't, right? So I, that's know. where my mind is in that in this whole space. So how did Netflix know that this is the first DVD they they rented? Because I feel like they just did a massive amount all at once. Was that the first one that they actually shipped? The first one they got back? Did they only have Beetlejuice available? Maybe. I've I'm got not sure. Qu- I've got uh, questions. Man. I yeah, no, you have good questions. <laughs> I choose to believe that is real, and someone didn't just make it up for an article. Okay. Um, if it is a lie, it is, who is it? IGN. Uh IGN is dirty fucking liars. Fucking IGN. I mean, always, always with the articles. Psychopath. Um, Ooh, Juno Temple. Uh, did you see Juno Temple? Got, she's on the rise. No, who? uh, She's going to be in, uh, Venom three. Juno Temple is, I'm sorry. I'm totally blanking on this. Um, Ted Lasso. Uh huh. It's Keely from oh, Ted Lasso. Yes, yes, yes. Keely from Ted Lasso. Congratulations. So she, uh, she is now, she's going to be, I think a lead in, Venom 3. They didn't really like say what she's going to be in Venom 3. Okay. But there's not a ton of people that are um, announced for Venom. So it's like. Is this when Venom like actually becomes part of the MCU? I believe so. I think the last one, the two that I saw, the very last thing was him like getting sucked into like the multiverse. Yeah. So yeah. I, Cause I didn't see one or two yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of one of those multiverse ones, Dr. Strange or Spider-Man, he was, that was one of the end tags was he was sitting at the bar and mm-hmm. you know, yep. well, I, I think it was in like a, it was in his hotel room or something like that. And it was like the TV got all like weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, then, actually in that movie or in one of those in, in I cast? think so, but I gotcha. I, gotcha. It's, gotcha. It's, okay. So, been a hot interesting so she's gonna be a lead fantastic well i was looking through her imdb and she does not do a ton of uh of movies she has like a bunch of tv shows Mm -hmm. all over the place she does a lot of tv shows um but she's breaking it looks like she's breaking into movies which i'm i I love her in keely yeah i mean i love her in keely (laughs) i love her in uh ted lasso i really liked her in love keely and juno uh (laughs) that that would be um i also liked her in the offer the offer on um paramount that's what it was about the making of godfather um i thought she was oh yeah she was fantastic at that oh nice so i was looking at her stuff she's got she got three upcoming things that is announced venom three okay um crooks and everest everest is it's coming out in like a year or two by um the I guess it's a book, but uh, Ewan McGregor's in it. Nice. Mark Strong about some dude who um, is it the is scaled it the, Mount Everest a bunch of times. Cool. Huh? I was gonna say, is it the dude who uh, the first one to to summit I Everest? Is it the dude to, to summit first dude to summit Everest without an, an oxygen tank? Is it is it about the mountain itself and the mountain becomes like sentient and battles other mountains for, for world supremacy. I have no idea, but the director, you're going to watch that one though. I would, I, I'm going to watch this no matter what, <laughs> because this director is the same as edge of tomorrow. Nice. And uh, born identity. Oh, and hell then yeah. like some swinger, swingers oh, it's definitely and some other stuff. That, it's definitely that the mountain is sentient and fights other mountains. I can see. I assume she, it, maybe she's the voice of one of the mountains fighting okay. another mountain. Okay. I'd be down Falls for that. in love with the mountain. 
uh, she could she could do other things than just be a love interest. Just so you know, okay? Oh, she's independent woman that will beat the shit out of another mountain. <laughs> um, the other, but yeah, but I am like weirdly excited about that now. It does sound yeah, it sounds. Uh, I was very not expecting project. when I when I saw it, I was like, oh, I wonder what else she's doing. There's also another thing that I think is fascinating. She's also in um crooks. Well, she's like rumored to be in crook. In, what not, is what sorry. is uh, crooks about crooks is it's so weird because it is it kind of seems fascinating to me it says it's in pre-production it doesn't have a ton about it but it's um like a couple of little, i think con women in vegas but also ever, all the information that i can find about it is she was announced in 2018 oh my god so i'm assuming it's not happening unless maybe she's finally a big enough star that like her being attached now we'll, we'll, actually like we'll yeah, push it over get financing so yeah because it looks like uh mickey keating is the writer of right? it and he's not like he's not a big star he's had some stuff he's not like a necessarily a newbie he's had a couple mm-hmm. things here and there but i guess just not enough to maybe get it greenlit i guess um, it's yeah a, it's a thriller it also has the um the woman from game of thrones the uh the mom of the horrible kid. Oh yeah, uh, Cersei Lannister. Yes, that's Cersei. what it was. Cersei, Cersei. Lannister. Who? Well, I, which I, I think, recognize her. Dude, MVP, she's she amazing. looks a lot like uh, Evangeline Lilly in that picture. <laughs> yes, she does. Uh, she does. She looks drastically different than she did in Game of Thrones. Yes, always. yes. She does look a lot like. Uh, well, okay, so that's interesting though because if Juno just signed on and Lena's been attached to this before, I feel like Lena would have had enough power for herself to be like, yeah, whatever you want to make next, we'll make sure you. Get- I mean, you. I I personally agree, but like she, I think is a great actress, but she's just not in a lot of big name stuff. I feel like, I guess, other than Game of Thrones, which I don't know how often TV shows necessarily will spawn movies. Other than that, she's in Gunpowder Milkshake. I haven't seen it. I heard you know some good things. Wizards, The Flood, Fighting with My Family. I've heard so, of that one. Yes, nine bullets. Nope. She is a uh, DC League of Super Pets. I will say she is a voice in that one. Holy crap! She has seven things upcoming. Nice, nice. She is working again. Granted, one of them is uh, crooks. It's crooks, which, <laughs> which might may, not may not be happening. So everyone, wait, if, okay. if it does end up coming out in say two or three years, you heard it here first. Yep, crooks is going to be the greatest movie that's ever been made. I don't or I don't a watchable film. <laughs> it's one of those two. I'm gonna go with it's gonna be a watchable film and we will talk about it. Wow. I can't wait for this to come out and me clip this and then it's one of your favorite films ever. <laughs> and then you uh It's gonna be so much better than I'm anticipating. I can't wait. Um speaking of, I feel like very, very good actors that probably aren't in the biggest movies ever. Mm-hmm. He's been in a couple, but Walking Phoenix. Is he loves to do those smaller indie, and even if they like are bigger budgets, he's still not in like you know Mission Impossible's or right. Fast and the Furious and stuff. I don't know. I feel like Joker might be one of the biggest franchises. Yeah, but that's not well. I mean, or well, you a know, offshoot of a not even they don't even acknowledge this thing that's part of the DC universe, an true. offshoot of it. True. true. I would consider that like not the biggest. Although I do consider him one of the biggest actor actors. I agree with you. Now, but like what's his big what's his biggest most money made? I would say think? probably I would say probably Joker. 
is probably the the most. I mean, like hers up there, successful, and then the her line. or or the master. I forgot about Walk the Line. That's probably got to be up there too. But like just straight money wise, like mm-hmm. box office blockbusters. I feel like he doesn't. He just doesn't really do that. But anyways, but you know what he does lead uh-huh. is this film we're going to talk about. This little thing that uh, is coming out of A twenty four called Bo is Afraid. Oh shit, that's so perfect. A twenty four is taking over the world. A twenty four is just releasing everything, and I love it. I'm and so I, for it. Honestly, I don't understand why more studios can't just copy them. Right, because it's not right. like. A24 doesn't feel like they have like a set director. So it's like, oh, this is my group of directors Mm -hmm. that they will just keep making small stuff. Correct. It's like they go and just go, you can make this, you can make that, you can make this. So it's like, it it seems like the easiest um, business model for any other studio to copy. Right. It's not like they're going, oh, we have the secret touch. It's more like we're just going to. Give money to a bunch of these, and that some sound, of them will hit eventually. Yeah, that sounds cool. Here you go, and it'd be because it's here's here's a couple million, and they're because they're mostly just a distribution company at this point. Like they really aren't necessarily a production company. So these indie producers and directors and filmmakers will make the wait make this weird irreverent kind of movie, and then they're shopping it around, and a twenty four goes. That seems strange. <laughs> um yeah sure we'll throw on a on mm. couple hundred screens over here for you that's too normal somebody just has a <laughs> normal life that they deal with their ups and downs and like their mental health but in a normal way mm. nah we're not into that that can you put it you're a fucking freak and get away from us okay unless you could put a shell in it get the fuck back unless there's a random play about his own life <laughs> but in reality it's not his own life mm-hmm. it's just a made-up life mm-hmm. that i assume is like I guess this is the life I could have had. And then he has comes to the realization at the end. Oh, I've never had sex. So you can't be my children unless that happens. Ah, we want nothing to do with it. That specific thing has to happen <laughs> in all, all of their productions. Does, that, does that not happen in every a 24 film? I think we could go back and oh. <laughs> it's, it's at least weaved into everything. It, it might okay, be subtle. Yeah, yeah. You probably don't understand it, but I will explain <laughs> it to you. I can't wait for this. <laughs> yeah. We can't do an a 24 series because I don't think we have that much time. Uh, in, <laughs> Because I can only, Between I can the only, two of us? I can only rein you in to an extent. So, <laughs> yeah, you unleash me like that, and uh, I literally won't have a voice. No, anymore, I mean so. A twenty four is amazing, yeah, and I it is honestly it's one of the most. I, I want to go back. I, I haven't done it, and we're not going to do it now. But I would like to go in the last like say three to five years. Mm-hmm. Who has more like straight profit over multiple movies? Because like Marvel probably has more. Just because f- four films or like two or three mm-hmm. films mm-hmm. once a year or whatever hit, and that makes more than A24. But like across all of their films, yeah. I would assume they have a better average. They've got to, at least on, yeah, I, I, I would say so. I don't know. Making a billion dollars on something might might throw off the average a little <laughs> bit, I will say. You want to compare that to uh, to with, with James Cameron's fucking avatar that just makes everybody's you know That's money what I'm i imagine that that throws off the curve <laughs> the curve a little bit <laughs> just just a teensy bit um all right so there was a time uh-huh. when i really wanted to work for a24 i remember well you don't I mean, want to do it now I, I do absolutely i was about to say a24 if you're listening i will work for there's you. i'll do whatever in a heartbeat do whatever you want, you want me to I cut off I... my tiny toe <laughs> i can do that pinky toe hey, that's hey. what it's called um when a24 was like first starting and i really wanted to uh, work for just anybody they had to submit your resume Ooh. and i never heard back from them so you guys 
if you could find my resume in the bottom of the pile somewhere from like eh, 10-ish years ago. It is Brandon Blank. I'm still here. I I'll still want to work again for you. with the <laughs> with my resume. What I found is it, what I found funny though is nothing it, has changed. <laughs> no, what I found funny about that was it wasn't even a here are the positions we have available. Apply to these. It was just send us your resume. I mean that that. So that, I didn't even know like what I was applying for. I that sounds like anything. their vibe. They're like send us everything. Yeah, we got some dude in the back that fills us <laughs> through this crap. He's fantastic. So. Um, luckily that dude in the back did decide to green light Ari Aster's third film, Bo is Afraid. Um, it is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. It's the highest budget. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. This is weird. It was weird. Definitely not one of the weirdest things I've ever no? seen. No. All right. No. Well, I mean, so sorry, me, man, like lamb, uh, horns, <laughs> horns. There's a lot of weird ass shit. That is, that is, this is better than those. Like, <laughs> Fair, no, fair. The lamb, but lamb is, was interesting. It but. is still very, very weird. Um, it is a twenty four's highest budget. I feel like Midsummer's was, was might be weirder. Midsummer, Midsummer was a lot more trippy. Uh, which I honestly, hundred percent would love to do. Uh, when we do our director's series, which we are going to be doing, uh, can we do Ari's films? Because I would love to talk about Hereditary and Midsummer. Sure, I'll well. have to watch those too. Uh-huh. Um, I've I'll, never I'll seen, give you I've my. Not, I've not seen. Either, I'll give though. you my voodoo. You can see Midsummer's. Yeah, fucking I'm trippy. just not a huge horror person. Hereditary was one of the things that I read the screenplay before I saw the film, so it wasn't as as uh, haunting for me as it was for everybody else who saw it first. Uh, and then, you know, of course, then went out and read the screenplay. Like normal people. Obviously. So Bo is not maybe the weirdest film, I'll give you, uh, absolutely, Matt, but it is one of the, of the weirder ones in general. That's true, Brandon. I think... <laughs> I think that... Uh, this is one of those films that you kind of need to go into it just knowing as little as possible and submit to whatever the hell is going to happen and let it wash over you. Because if you go in with any kind of predetermined uh, notion, it's really it's going to be very difficult, not just to buy in, but to to follow. So I'm wondering, Matt, did <sighs> I mean, you did, I went. Oh, God, did you God. know anything going I mean, ahead? I didn't know a fucking. Well, one, mm-hmm. I didn't know anything. Gotcha. Two, welcome to what we watched. I'm Matthew. That's Hello. Brandon. Yes, that's me. We're Thank talking you. about uh, Bo is Afraid. I got so excited. So I didn't, <laughs> I went in with, not, I also, <laughs> while you were talking, I was like, I don't think we ever said that. You're right. Whoops. So anyways, <laughs> back at it. Yeah, I went in with nothing and still couldn't keep track of it. I mean, I thought I was keeping track for the most part mm-hmm. until, frankly, it went off the rails for me when we hit the woods, but we'll get to that. It went off the rails for the woods and then we got to the house. Uh-huh. And then I thought that was real, and then there was a giant dick in the fucking attic, and then I'm like, that clearly wasn't real. So it's it's always a hard time for me, like kind of like inside, when most of it's like a metaphor. Yeah, none of it's real. Like, right? Like we went, you know, when you go too far with the metaphors and right. symbolism, where exactly? And we're in his head or not in his head. Mm-hmm. Everything. So I nothing thought exists. I nothing's thought, real. No, <laughs> I mean, this is all a simulation. So a, you're right. Nothing is Frankly. real. I went in, uh, again, knowing very, very, I, I think I saw the first trailer or teaser or something, so I knew a tiny bit of, of here and there, but I didn't try and read anything, and and that's kind of what uh, uh, Aster wants as well, is don't, don't find out anything, just go with it, and and it's interesting that, I don't know, again, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, I'm in the camp, it doesn't matter what movie it is, I just want to go see it and see if you can tell me the story that you want to tell me with the time you, you're given, 
and other people like to know every single detail. So somewhere in the middle is got to be right. The, the majority of filmmakers make their movies to be understood by the by the broadest audience possible. I like that there are filmmakers who don't follow that convention, but at the same time, it's it it getting excited about their films or about their art gets really difficult because each time they get a little bit more niche, it gets a little bit harder to find a group of people who really want to find something positive to talk about. Yeah, in the I mentioned in the we're going to have a tiny clip mm-hmm. towards the uh, end of the podcast that uh, we had a guest star, uh, my brother, Kyle, um, the fabled. Yes, brother. I know. Right. He is real. It is not bullshit uh, because him and I went actually this morning in preparation to see this. Him and I went to see it. He didn't know anything about it. I know like a little bit more. He mm-hmm. goes, he leans like when it started, he was like, is this the one that like has the um, uh, Wizard of Oz thing? I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. <laughs> and then when it happened ah, during the movie, yeah. I was like, yes, it is this, I guess, apparently. <laughs> so like we didn't we didn't know anything about it. Gotcha. Because um, there's a brick road, I guess. <laughs> yes, no, that's totally right. what it was. Yeah, yeah. So it's definitely not like the Wizard of Oz thing that I would think of. Um but this is a very uh this is very niche because I what's it it's a limited release, right? I think so, but I, I don't know anymore. I honestly it opened in four theaters. I'm it's gonna up go to ahead a, and try. It's, all, it's up to almost a thousand. So it's, that's insane. I imagine uh, this is somewhere. this is definitely in the line of um, I feel like Marcel, but also this is in line with uh, movies like Fast X or those big box office ones. The people who go to see it are they're excited about it, right? And it's like you want to see this, and that's why you go see it. So it's like. When these do open in small theaters, yeah, it is very liked. It makes a lot of money because it's like I'm gonna. I don't think a lot of people walk off the street and go, "Hey, maybe I'll check this movie out." Right, like that doesn't really happen. Um, I wish it these. happened more. I wish it happened more because I. I, I like, don't think I don't think you do because I don't think this would have as good ratings. I don't oh, think it'd be as popular. I yeah, I think it'd be a little bit more. People would not enjoy it as much. But that it, would mean that the whole culture kind of is excited about independent film and experimental stuff yeah, and, I don't think and a lot willing of to. Are. I know that's what I say. That's why I say I, I wish that they were. In a perfect world, more people would be excited about yeah. independent film and stuff. But I mean, A twenty four is doing fine. They're exactly, that's and it. so it's that's not like it's. But that's stop. why I love that the A twenty four is really trying to take the helm of. Yeah, you know what? We're just going to release whatever we feel like, and we're right. we're not trying to find a market or fit something into an already established market. I, so. I love their I love their business model. We'll give a bunch of people, yep. creative people, a decent amount of money, yep. and when one of them hits, it pays for the rest of the exactly. year. Exactly. And this is their highest uh, budgeted film to date, which I I found incredible. That thirty five million was their budget for Bo is Afraid. Thirty five million. Thirty five million. That's it. Wow. Um, so Nathan Lane was asked, "It's like, so um, guys, when you're telling your friends and family to go see this, what are you going to tell them about this?" I love his responses. Um, Nathan Lane goes, "It's an art house film." Yes. Yeah. That's what. <laughs> like when you were talking about, it, I was like, "It's, it's like, indie art house." Yeah. He's, he's he's like, uh, "It's a challenging movie. That's it's really <laughs> out there." It's like. Okay, thank you. That helped. That's going to draw in the masses. Um, I do have a question. Yes. Um, Who's Nathan Lane? Nathan Lane is the cheery husband uh, surgeon from Act Two. Yes. In hundreds of things. uh, The psych ward. Uh Yes. He's in the producers. He's in. No, uh, I mean, uh, the section of it. Oh, okay. I I didn't know if you knew. In my mind, it felt like it was a criminally insane. Right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So. So your overall thoughts were it was my okay. So my overall thoughts 
in 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 kind of bubble mm-hmm. is it felt like we just we paid money to watch a three hour um therapy session that's on lsd that's yes. absolutely what it felt like okay it was okay. clearly it was clearly it was this this a therapy session about mm-hmm. his jewish mom and such a big problem that he had with her and it was just like a very 35 million dollar therapy session that's what it felt like to me and i definitely it started off i was keeping track of it mm-hmm. i was enjoying this stuff i'm not saying we didn't get to the end and i didn't necessarily enjoy parts of it mm-hmm. but it definitely was too long he could he definitely like indulged himself too much mm-hmm. and the whole like i'm i'm a fan of having like at least a string that's through the whole thing gotcha it might be a fucked up path here or there but i can i can see where we went we went a to b to b blah, blah, blah. and then so like there it felt like there was four sections right where he like yes. he blacked out four times or whatever sure. or three times so it was like the first section he blacked out oh yeah then they were in the house it was he like, did black out a so he was in, he was in the city yep then he blacked out yep. then he was in the house yep then he blacked out yep. then he was in the city i mean not the city the sorry forest. the forest yep. then he blacked out again and then he was at the house basically and those yeah, are the four sections. I don't. I don't think he blacked out at the uh, between the forest and the house. But he, sure, that that transition absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. it was very yeah, whatever. So happened. those like the first two, I was like, I can see the metaphors. I can see the like what's fake in his mind, like what we're seeing of his mind, what's not mm-hmm. real, and what is real. And same with the house. And then we got to the forest, and then it started to fall apart for me. Okay, of like this is real, that isn't real. And then we got to the house and all shit broke loose of like what is real, what isn't right. real. Like right. it felt real. And then there was a giant dick in the attic. And then he just like, you're, you know, are you saying you don't keep a giant dick in your attic? Uh, not my attic specifically. Oh, okay. my mother's. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. That yes. makes sense. Right. Yes, yeah, yes, of course. Yes, yes. Of that's course, the only course. that's the only problem with me. But so it's interesting that you say that um, because I also thought that it felt very much like a therapeutic. All right, let's work through your problems, dude. Like great let's see it all all happen on film but the director swears that is not i don't care i don't care i'm telling you right now that's not right is is he 100 percent? he's it's a thousand percent his jewish mom (laughs) he says it's not personal but in no way is it autobiographical and he hopes that there's some kind of you know universal theme or 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 uh that sounds like his mom called him it was like mirroring embarrassing a mirroring we have problems he's like oh my god okay i'm sorry i'll say something and then that's when he hung up and went back to his therapy session. Yes. Um, but yeah, so it's it, it's interesting because I feel the same way that you do. I'm like, you can say that it's not, but you're clearly it's working through something. You're dude. clearly going through whether or not you want to admit it, right? So hopefully, and that's which, also, which is that's okay. also like, what Nathan Lane like, said too, is he's like, I really hope that he, like, he and his mom are okay. Like this I dude know. is... If, if, if in reality, deep down in his soul, if this truly has nothing to do with him... Mm-hmm. I think he should still get see therapist anyways, <laughs> no matter what. Or he should say something. Like, yeah. Or get a better therapist. In what world is this not? Like, I, yeah, I can't imagine that this doesn't have something to do with him. I mean, you know, clearly he doesn't trust therapists either. So um, <laughs> no, there's so, a lot to unpack here. Do you want to go? Do you want to go like section by section? Sure. Sure. Because okay. um, honestly, I, I loved the, the first section of him in the city. That I think was my favorite of the of the four. I, I think so, frankly, because and I imagine this might be the reason for you too. Also, is the and I'm I'm upset that it didn't like carry on throughout. Like you got a little bit everywhere else, but that is a personally that is a Oscar 
at least nomination production set. Like, absolutely. But, but absolutely. Here's, but, but here's my problem though. It's only a quarter. That's true. So you, am I, am, were we nominating for an Oscar for some of the If movie? it's that good and that memorable. I don't know, dude. Because However, it, it, they did more. But um, I agree the that. The force was good and stuff like. Yes, that, that the house may not have been as flashy, but I guarantee it was, there was as much dedication put into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so let's. I don't let's think talk. the other. I don't think. Just so you know, I don't think the other movies are like. Let's fucked off with this. We're not put any dedication. I assume all the movies mm-hmm. people are up till two a.m. Put dedication in all of that. So I'm not. Let's not say they put. They were dedicated, <laughs> and the Fast X crew uh-huh. didn't give a shit. Uh, let's. Not, we're not saying. I mean, that. I don't think that robots give a shit, but you know, whatever. Because it's all CG. Ha ha. Get it. <laughs> Okay, um, but but anyways, I, I think they will get Make myself nominated. laugh over here. No, hey, that's what it's that's what I'm here for. Um, I think they will get nominated, but I don't think they'll win personally. Just because if the whole movie was that first section yeah. of them in the city, it would be a lot easier, a lot easier to make that case. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. One so, small one small thing that I we won't get back to, and it's out of nowhere. But when he when I saw his phone one time. Mm-hmm. He had and recent calls. Mm-hmm. He called the movie phone. Yes, I saw. Yes, that and too. I that was I one of my moments too. where I, I laughed. Mean, I was like, "That's so, that's so funny." I right? love that. I like. I thought that was so funny. There are those little details. Um, there, there's a term for putting that much detail in the background. It's called uh, chicken fat. So chicken fat was was duck fat. I have duck fat in the freezer. Oh, you do legitimately have. <laughs> I'll uh, ask Kyle for chicken fat. Next yes, time. please do. So chicken fat in in the world of of I guess art. Uh, it was coined back when Mad Magazine was, was the thing. So did you ever read Mad Magazine? But, a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. You what knew it what it was, at least, at the very I least. I cannot quote any of it. Oh, same. Um, what I'm getting at is when you when you had Mad Magazine, at least the cover, there was so much going on. So, so Chicken Fat is basically that. It is an overabundance of background gags that have been crammed into any given panel. And and Ari kind of he loved that. He didn't really know that that was a term, but that he's drawn to that kind of that kind of art. So he crammed as much detail. He and his and the production designer um I'm forgetting her name, but uh worked so hard to cram as much random stuff that would give illusions to the world hyperbole to conditions and kind of help just set up the character as well as as far as it could go so again Ari uh, Aster wanted to make this world as believable as possible and mirror it to everything that's you know horrible and and irritating and disgusting about the real world and then heighten it even more so as I was about to say the first section was anxiety times a million times at least a million and i i assume that first section was why well, I, I was feel like i was able to keep track of like 95 percent of what we watched was i personally think him making stuff up in his head i i thought so too a hundred percent i felt like i was watching somebody with like damn near agoraphobia mm-hmm. and uh anxiety mm-hmm. just being like clearly that's not what the street looks like but that's what in his head he imagines. That's exactly what I thought too. And it's like, so like all of that stuff, like when he was running across the street to go get water. Also, there had to be some water thing, right? Yes. Because there, something, he, there was something about the water is out. Well, cause or, it was like when it was like, he was supposed to drink water with the pills. Yep. And then when he was in the pool and he was in the tub, whatever, oh, wa- whenever water gotcha. showed up throughout the movie, mm-hmm. something bad happened mm-hmm. afterwards. Like not, not that far 
after he drank water or during or she gave him um water and the forest and then he started i think hallucinating mm-hmm. no a bunch of stuff it was like he took a bath and the dude fell on him the very last thing uh when he's getting judged it was in water it was, it was, like, it was in water clearly yes. there was some water yes. thing i don't really know what <laughs> but it was something water because when you have I, this is my thought mm-hmm. when you have that that much fear and anxiety built up it can feel like you're drowning. I mean, yeah, but it's it was as like, simple but it was as like that. him drinking water. Exactly. It wasn't like him all in the tub. Right. Like I get the, I get the, at the very end mm-hmm. with the, the, the boat in him in the water and stuff like that and the bathtub. But like beyond that, there mm-hmm. was just like regular drinking water when he was in the house and she handed him the mug of water yeah. with like the note and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not like he wasn't drowning in that water. No, but it's an allusion to that. I mean, that I, same I, I, I can see so. what you're saying, but it, if it was like, he wasn't necessarily drowning. Anyway, mm-hmm. back to the first section. Um, what, what irritated me about what Aster said as well about this. <laughs> oh my God, you're turning on the director. <sighs> this isn't good because I, I because I was hundred percent agreed with you. Ast- what? Aster? What's his name? Ari Aster. Ari? I think that's how you spell it. just say Ari from now on, like Game of Thrones. Um, earmuffs Ari. What, what annoyed you? So what annoyed me is, because I 100% was, uh, agreed with you, that this was a beautiful representation of, of what's inside someone's mind, mm-hmm. right? And it's not the actual world. It's just how, how that particular character views everything. And it's not nearly that bad, right? The elevator might not you know work correctly, right? The, the neighbors might be a little bit loud, but nothing's that insane. The, the neighbors might not be the friendliest people, in the, but they're not sliding 15 notes right. to tell you to shut up. Right. There's people out there kind of, you know, maybe doing drugs, but they're not mm-hmm. chasing you down the street. You Liter- know, stuff right. like that. Exactly. However, what Astor said is that it's, it's not the concoction of, of his mind. He wants us to be close to Bo and get, get the experience that he, he's feeling. But it's the experience of navigating that world. And that world is all true. It's just a, quote unquote, clown mirror to the real world. And that really irritated me because it took so much of the metaphor and the illusion. Wow. Yeah, for real. And the technique behind it and goes, oh, no, 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 no. That means nothing. That's all actually real. That's all happening. It's not just something that is wrong with him. Does a symbol does a symbol lose its meaning if they didn't mean to make it a symbol? Ooh, we're asking the deep fucking questions. You didn't answer it. Because I don't know how to answer it, man. I mean, realistically, if he's saying, um, if he's saying mm-hmm. no, not all that was in his head, which right. that reframes, which makes sense later in the movie because he got away from all of that stuff. Exactly. And which I, did, I liked less. But um, if, say, he wasn't didn't mean to do all that stuff, but we both saw it and mm-hmm. we liked it mm-hmm. as metaphors and in his head and all like obviously not real does it really take away from it it doesn't no i think it just means that um the director sucks oh. <laughs> i think that Sorry, it just Ari. means i think it just means that uh we're we're seeing something that they we're didn't better. intend for we ele- <laughs> well that's what I'm we saying. elevated like, yes exactly we elevated the art well, that's, form that's what more. i'm saying it was like it, it wasn't meant to be a symbol but we definitely saw it as and yes. I, I think it, a lot of it worked absolutely i mean even beyond like but I don't know. He ran out of water. He had to run across the street. Anyway. And there was so much of it. Like the poster near the front door was, what was it? Uh, murder by anal. Yes. Death by, right? Death by metal or something. Like it's just like. When, when he came back in his apartment <sighs> and there was drawings all over uh-huh. the stuff. I thought uh-huh. that was great. I, I liked, there were so many like little things that unfortunately because we're like, I'm in a movie theater and I can't take notes. I, if I If I could take notes in the movie theater, I'd have a long list of like. I don't know. The the microwave said, do not open. I thought that was 
tiny stuff like that yeah i thought was funny yeah um so yeah so i saw it when we went in a packed theater and i thought it it enhanced again i know we're different in that in that way <laughs> but i thought that what i found funny was validated by other people catching those jokes like the poster or like the right we're looking at the at the uh, what was it scottish and whatever um microwave package when he's when he's having his meal whatever that uh, box said it was the fusion of two random mm. random things or like, the guy that was like took it out of the microwave and was like, ah, yes, ah, again. yes, like, that was yeah, yeah, like all those little things. Like it just, it was really nice to see that other people are paying that close attention to get little gags like that. I'm not saying the big gags because mm-hmm. those are yeah, funny, yeah. but the no, little things were really cool. So I'm wondering, I'm, I feel like more people picked up on those things than I assumed would. So I was hoping you had, I don't need validation. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, it's just like, I laugh at the stuff that I laugh at and I don't give a shit if anyone else finds it funny or not and it doesn't like right. if oh somebody else caught it too that doesn't like or somebody didn't catch it and i caught it it just doesn't change my movie experience like right. you know i'm here for me like all the jokes i make for myself i'm here for to entertain myself and uh i don't like give a shit if they laugh or they don't laugh and i'm okay with like seeing in crowds as long as they're fine when they're like screaming hooping and hollering crap yeah. like that or talking and stuff that's, that's what it gets different. It's Absolutely. not like seeing a crowd and that we all laughed at the same time. And I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers. Oh, no. It's like most of the time I go in a big crowd. Yeah. Some fuckers talking over here. Some kid doesn't understand this. And they're explaining it. They stand up to go do this or that. And, you know, crap yeah. like that. Or they're dancing in the aisle. That would annoy me. <laughs> I still wish that I could have at least just experienced it just to mm-hmm. see what it was like. See what it was like. Okay, so that was the first section. Yes, absolutely. First section, it really felt like, you know, the anxiety and what was real and what wasn't real. Yeah. Felt make sense to me. Yeah, and then, e- everything was just so heightened and so, uh, it was anxiety like hard, times a thousand. Yeah, and, and maybe not hard to anticipate, but I really, it felt so lived in. And I was excited to, to stay in that world so much. So when we transitioned into, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't upset about necessarily not living in that world because mm-hmm. it was a lot to have a whole movie in that. I might have gotten exhausted, but like, and then to for me, like trying to you know, um, kind of keeping track of the 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 story that wasn't the story more or less mm-hmm. is, I really thought that when he heard his um his mom died, mm-hmm. it was like a trigger, and it like he s- kind of snapped. And so when he was running out outside, yeah, um, naked and everything, I thought that was him actually doing that and going. And then I didn't think he got stabbed, but it was yeah. more of he stabbed he was somebody the stabber, or something, right? Yeah, or like he did some damage. He didn't actually get hit by a bus, kind of thing. And then it, it, we went black, and then we went to the next like section, which was like him at the house, right? Which in my mind was an insane asylum for like criminally insane oh, people. I didn't think about that because again, I was like, I assumed he. Went and violently hurt somebody. Right. Because right. he snapped. Absolutely. And then everybody in there was a patient other than what's his face was the doctor. Oh, you think he was the doctor and yes. nobody else was a patient? Well, everybody else. Oh, I'm was, sorry. Everybody yes. else was a patient, because, including the daughter. Correct. Because she was taking pills. Right. Um, everybody in that house was taking pills other than the guy, the oh. whatever his name is. You said it. Dude, earlier. that's such a good detail. I did not pick up on. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and especially. God, I wish the world could have seen that. <laughs> especially uh, um, at the dinner table when they were. He was like when the. Uh, when she was staring the, the quote unquote mom or whatever was uh-huh. staring at the, the son. Uh huh. Uh, the dead son uh-huh. and then they snapped back and um he it was everyone was taking pills including her she did take pills also really? the, the the dad was the only one that didn't take pills so in my mind it was like he was the doctor and everybody else that was there was like 
in the insane asylum. So crazy for something. Everyone was violent. Interesting. She was violent. The only one was like the yeah. mom for a little bit until she, the notion that her baby was hurt. Right. And then she snapped. And then snapped. Was like, right. Yeah. And I, it was full of comedy. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was the, the funniest of the four. Interesting. Really? In, just the, in general. I love Nathan Lane. Like anything he's in, he just, it was helps, it helps push comedy to the forefront. Even if it's a serious role or serious something like Kyle and I both God, were sitting so there. Good. And then when he popped the corner, we're like, <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> right. Exactly. You just, you kind of know what's coming, even if you don't know necessarily what it is. Dude, that that kind of threw me for for a loop that I did not consider it a, a, a mental hospital. I was just definitely sitting there, sitting there going, "Okay, something is happening. I'm not quite sure what." Well, because like he that's, had uh, he had the anchor, he had the ankle bracelet on, right? right? That's right. that's definitely home like home arrest, right? No, no human like keeps your vitals like that. Like that's <laughs> your ankle really is you know yeah. the lifeline to your heart. Like, yeah, shut up. Um, well, it be, and, and I don't know if maybe Bo didn't know. And something I didn't mention in the first thing is, uh, with, with all of that insanity that going on, it just kind of shows you with the ankle monitor too, how much he accepts, how much that character just kind of is unfazed and desensitized to the atrocities that are around him and just kind of goes with, Oh, cool. Yeah. You're keeping me under house arrest. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just thought, right. Like just rolls over in my mind, everything. He was mentally unstable. So he was like, he didn't really could think for himself. Like, I mean, true, in true, rea- true. not in reality, in their fake reality or whatever it is. <laughs> uh-huh. But they talked the heightened um, clown world was like, yes, the heightened clown world. He he never made decisions for himself. He always it was mostly. Yes. It yes. was generally it was like somebody somebody made it for him kind of, you know. Right. And it's like if she also when the quick split is like well quick flashes i thought she was driving the bus that hit him in like his world or whatever uh and she being the mom yes uh amy ryan's character yes she's uh yes amy ryan's character yes Mm -hmm. Uh, i i thought like in the little quick flash i thought i saw her driving the bus or something and then i was like what what world is like in general what world is they they're handing this off to them I don't right if in reality uh-huh. he got stabbed. Mm-hmm. He's damaged. He's fucked up. Uh-huh. He's clearly uh, unstable. Right. Why would they give it to this these these people to just live in their house? That makes no sense to me. In the clown Mom, world. Mommy knows best. That's that's all I got for you. Oh, you so you think the mom was like oh, oh yeah she's they're all employed by 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 mom. Oh uh, we everybody's place. In the poster, uh-huh. we only saw Lane, yeah, whatever his name I saw is. Lane. Well, I didn't see any. I, I didn't see any of the other ones. I, I was saw. Looking. I saw. I need now. I need to see. Go back and see if I can find everybody else because it was obviously meant to show. Hey, it's the chick you're about to bang. The um Ellie or oh, did you Ellie's see her? Or, yeah, she was the center one. I didn't see her at all. I could have sworn it was the center one. Um, I she only was, saw she, Lane. That's she the only was in. Yes, I saw Lane as well. Hundred percent. Went. Oh, okay, cool. But now, yeah, I don't know. Maybe the rest aren't in there because they're. Right, patience as well, and maybe it's just you know. So you know, I wanted it just to be him. So uh, I, all true, I was true. I, I I was definitely scanning as many fucking photos as I could. It was for like any of the people two but, or three seconds. It really there wasn't a lot of time. So kudos to you to you for even like giving it a try. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that one it, to me. You so you thought that one is the funniest? It, I thought it, it so. Was, I mean, it was funny. The Don't whole thing wrong. throughout, but I think that one was had just again the best beats, the best jokes, uh, the best deliveries. Like, 
I don't know, just something about uh, about Lane just going, it's you and me, buddy. It's you and me, Buckaroo. It's the way he he delivers those kind of lines. It just it just killed me. Um, yeah, and and also I guess that also was was the section of the film when everyone was just cracking up on set, and Phoenix even even uh, even admitted to all I all I have to do when I'm working with Nathan Lane is not laugh. That's the only thing I'm thinking of. So that's fair. That is fair. I'm sure um, that was a problem. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, what did you think about setting up, I guess, the, the I wouldn't say the main the, the main villain, the main antagonist, but but the military guy who chased him through into the woods, through the woods, and then uh, into the attic. What do you think about, about setting it up there as opposed to in the uh, previous world and having it go the entire way through? Mm-hmm. So, like, so here's my problem when we get to, like, the... And... Based off of Ari's comments, this makes sense of why I kind of got annoyed as it went. Mm-hmm. Is I was looking at this as more artistic and like metaphors, and I was trying to figure out what he really represented mm-hmm. and everything, and I couldn't figure out what it was. It was just some random dude che- running through the fucking forest, and then right. like it. I, so I didn't like that character. Mm-hmm. So wherever we set it up. I didn't give a shit. Didn't I didn't matter. like it. Gotcha. Because it was just, it felt so out of place. Right. Because I thought this was more of about, honestly, God, I thought this whole thing was more about like mental illness and mm-hmm. stuff and dealing with mental illness and like all this stuff instead of like, there's this fuck, this dude's upset by his mom and he's got a fucked up life because he said all yeah. of it's real, quote unquote. Right. You exactly. Know? Right. That throws me for a loop too, because I'm, I'm sticking with, with none of it's real. It's mm-hmm. all it is mine or at least that, you know. Again, everything is happening, but not anywhere nearly to the degree that he uh, uh, interprets it as being. Mm-hmm. Like I just that—that's how we're watching uh, unfaithful narrative. Correct. That we're watching through yeah. his eyes, so it's unfaithful because we're watching through his eyes. That's exactly it. But hundred percent. But that's not what it was. Ugh. So um, <laughs> it's his. LSD I'm going to take trip. a page out of Matt's book. I don't care that that's what the director I'm said. I'm down with that. I'm down. With so. I I would take if we're if we're uh, trying to affix a metaphor to him, I would take that as. That is uh, what society expects men to be like, or right? Uh, I guess something like that. That that's what what a portion of society, or the, a portion of what what Bo thinks men should be and do, or and what, he what his what he should have been. Like yeah, the, the exactly. Person he Some, been. exactly the person he, he could have been or should have been, or or that people want him to be is this obedient. Um, hero, and he, and that's not who he is. Okay, so we're so uh, Bo is being chased through. Unless you had anything else you wanted to the touch paint on, thing was super weird. That, that was, was super weird. I don't know. The yeah, whole thing so is super weird. weird. That's, right? And like, and like, it makes sense in hindsight. I can connect dots in hindsight that everything's real mm-hmm. and all that crap. That mm-hmm. that's why she said stop um, incriminating yourself. Right in that the little draw uh, the. The note to him. Right. But at the time, I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, oh, what does that mean? So, that well, that went back to me. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. he's in the insane asylum. Mm-hmm. Like a criminally insane people. And like, she knew things were happening. Also, so then why does she take pills if she's under, she getting paid by the mom? Why was she taking pills at all? I mean, you know, people like to get high. People also have, you know, random pain, just in general. So then why wasn't the doctor getting, taking pills? That why was the daughter sense. drinking and that entire bottles of right. fucking uh, medicine and then paint and then like because uh the the theme in Ari like, Aster's films are 
families are fucked up. Yeah, but it was like the mom, the 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 ultimate mom, uh-huh. uh, mega mom <laughs> was uh, <laughs> the mega mom was paying all of them and yes. been like, ooh. The, you, you're uh-huh. going to pretend to be the daughter, uh-huh. okay? And then I want you to go insane, drink paint, and kill yourself for how much money, I guess. I guess it's a bunch of money. Apparently, that's okay. Apparently, that works. I'm increasingly getting more annoyed. Uh-huh. That's totally fine. I- <laughs> All right, then we're running through the fucking forest. Um, yeah, so we're running through the forest after after um, being accused of murdering somebody and stumbles across this theater troupe, which uh, was an interesting way to put that, that they were orphans, but more by choice than like, by these wood nymphs that he's like talking to the <laughs> trees or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because it I mean, it, this whole thing had a little bit of an, you know, Oedipus complex, obviously. But then it yeah, definitely <laughs> goes into what are you talking about? <laughs> goes into, yeah, wood nymphs. Most, so uh, Shakespearean most one and... ever when there's a giant dick in the uh, <laughs> attic. But huh? That's more Freudian, I think. I guess. Sure. Whatever. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so um, the the theater trip was weird. Absolutely was. Um, do you want to just like join us? Like, well, <laughs> I've met some of those people, and that does not. That definitely checks out. Okay, cool, great. <laughs> um, the theater and, uh, and was meet strangers and be like, you want to be just entirely part of my life now? <laughs> like I met you a week ago, but sure, fantastic. <laughs> I don't know why I know this much about you, but. Um, the the theater itself was constructed. <clears throat> it was all shot on location. Um, I think it was in Canada. I don't know. It was all shot a shot on location and and practically done. Meaning the the trees, the the leaves falling, the snow, all of that turning, um, was all done. It took I think it was eight techies that that worked on making sure that all run ran smoothly, um, which I thought was fantastic. I was I, I was really enjoying the play. Yeah. At the beginning when he was like. You know, walked in front of the uh, the graves and stuff. Yeah. I was like, this, I could watch this play. <laughs> right? Like, this is actually an, really an entertaining. Uh, I need a better seat than just like on a, a stump. <laughs> on, a, on a wooden but, stump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's okay. It's much better when you're on uh, mushrooms. Mm, but, I assume so. So what? So that, I think, was one of the more beautiful um, scenes or, or the, of the four. It was definitely the most creative. Um, that, that theater scene and, and the way that he was... Um, you know, becoming part of the play and then and then taking it even further and uh, seeing his life that could have been. That's what I assume that was. That yeah. was was that the the life that could have been if he just boned people. I guess it, it, right if he had just thought for himself, made made his own choices. Yes, that's that's the way I took it. Is um, it's him with everything that he that he knows and does. And if he just right now had the chance to go off. And do exactly what this story says. Yeah, but like he didn't his story his made up story wasn't even like a good story. It was like a depressing ass story. Yeah, absolutely. Like why is he making he but he's like making up this story that could have been. Mm-hmm. Why is it he's making up this depressing ass story where he's like he has kids and mm-hmm. then loses them and then spends his entire life looking for them mm-hmm. just to be an old ass man about to die anyway. Because that's what a lot of the Greek tragedies had and the uh, you know, Shakespearean stuff and the great i'm making up a better story though oh i agree but that's all you uh, maybe that's all he knows or just in 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 general he's just in this depressed state and that's all he knows so i i'm going with more of uh making it up because i want to be this greek hero or the, you know this this but this. I, he wasn't even a greek hero exactly but i want to be but he wasn't in that story though he didn't save people he didn't do anything amazing he was he walked around. Oh, I, you're you're found, asking why he didn't put himself in a better role. That's what I'm. I got you. That's what I'm saying is if you gotcha. make up a story right. of his could be life, uh-huh. make up a better fucking story, dude. 
your story kind of sucked in your fake story too. <laughs> it's only marginally better than your real life. Yeah, yeah dude, okay, like okay, okay. I got the you. World. Yeah. You missed your, you know, lost your wife, lost your kids. You know, they're grown ass men by the time you barely find them. Right. Being, you know, and then it all uh, accumulates in a joke about you haven't had sex. So honestly, dude, it was. I was like, come on, right? Everything at that at this point now it's roughly to get that's way, when, that's roughly when I was like, okay, extremely Freudian, extremely Guys, the fuck's going on, now? right? Because now I'm losing track. <laughs> like we had a, it felt like we were had, like you said, had a point we were going towards, right? Mm-hmm. Metaphorical and everything, and now oh, nope, it's all just about to about his dick. Yep. From this point on, that's all it's about until the big reveal, and I don't mean the monster being the big i mean it so, was a big deal. uh what did you think of the <laughs> yes it was so what did you think of the um the way the animation was because i thought that was it was gorgeous i thought it was very inventive and i thought it was um fun i mean i thought it was fun i gorgeous mm-hmm. is not the word i would use really yeah dude it was cutouts and stuff which i thought it was fun yeah. like it fit everything it was okay. cute and stuff yeah gorgeous is definitely not what yeah. i would All say right, that's fine. i mean i yeah i mean it was cool cutouts and stuff of like <laughs> humans barely well, let's say the you do a better sizes. paper mache display then. i bet you i couldn't i bet you i could not make a better movie than this i guarantee you that <laughs> um I, you know old dogs like you know shit like weird ass horrible movies i could maybe make those old dogs is funny sure but i thought if i thought if yeah it def- stuff, I, I thought it, it was cute you know it definitely fit uh the style of the weirdness what i liked is is as we get we go through these different worlds and these different set pieces um, and into this animation, everything was kind it, it flowed and, and kind of made sense in the moment of, okay, now we're here, now we're here. And yet about halfway through each scene, I kind of wanted to just ask, how the fuck did we end up here? Like every time I just couldn't quite remember exactly how we got where it we de- were. It definitely was like a, a full uh, adventure from the very start. Very much so. I did definitely, when we got to the last section, I definitely got... I was thinking of like, oh, we've come so far from that yeah. city apartment, which yep. I, I did. I did enjoy. Um, but it does check out. It, it makes sense of like when we were looking at this as more mental health and stuff mm-hmm. of like getting into middle of, of scenes and sections right. and storylines and being like, I'm not entirely positive how we got there, which makes sense. But I'm dreams go and all that stuff. But like all dreams and all that stuff is like we don't really we can't necessarily connect the dots. But. I believe like we are here. So but, yeah, exactly. And we're just going to go with it from, from what, how we can handle it. So, um, in, in that term, it was very dream state like, um, and didn't, and didn't stick out too far. And then we, and then we cut to, um, what's his face? The military guy jumping in, throwing knives at people, gunning himself down. Uh, the, the, the first knife was funny. Like yeah. again, that was another one that I laughed at. I don't even know if the, first, the knife I don't know if I was supposed was, to but... <laughs> necessarily, but again, that enjoy it. It was funny. Yeah. Just like the, it was just felt like so out of place kind of yeah. where it was like, we're in this dream world. And then he like throws the throwing knife and it yep. was like, Oh my God. For <laughs> like, me, it was, it was the pause between when he got, got hit with the knife and fell to when the first like scream happened mm-hmm. was, like, is that part of the play kind of like this out of the, the, the shroom trip and exactly was just like, oh shit fuck um do you think that that was uh Bo's father that uh tapped him on the shoulder and went hey i knew your father well you, it's all was- it's all real so no okay. i think it was someone that knew his father apparently 
But uh, no, I mean, in reality, even I'm if angry it's that a, I told you this <laughs> so early, <laughs> uh, would have been a drastically different podcast. Yes, it would have been. Uh, well, I've been could have like, been. Would have been like, oh, I can't figure out why. Like, what does this really mean? No, um, I don't think. I assume it's just somebody who worked for his, his mom. E- even like, even when I, you know, not thinking of it as direct, mm-hmm. I thought still thought it was someone who was like loosely associated with the family, and then kind of is just the the point of it was just to hint the doubt um of his mother basically just being like because I, I i never questioned that his dad was dead the whole time same until the, same until the dude said something right then i was like oh shit oh we're gonna this is so exciting and then i feel like if if he was his dad it would have been too close to the truman show because we're gonna get there in, even, in a, in a, in a minute it, but even if it's not it's mm-hmm. still like can you imagine just randomly meeting somebody that worked for your family yeah. in the middle of a forest during this play? Like, right. it's still Truman Show. Like, Very much odd, placed there. What are the odds of that? Right. Again, right. But again, is it was... Was it placed? Was, or did, apparently did you all to of get it, there? Appara- well, apparently all those people are paid by the Mega Mom. That's what I fucking thought, dude. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. So I, I definitely want to see that we gotta, poster again. We got to ask uh, Ari. Um, yeah. Uh, if you could tweet at us and tell us everything we want to know, not what everybody else has already asked you. Ignore the mean stuff that I said. <laughs> um, all right. So I think that think that covers everything leading through the forest that I wanted to mention. So, yeah. How does he get to the they Because they he gets I know the random ass hitchhike. That thought. was right. Exactly. It was so weird. Was that just him getting back? Well, again, it's all reality. I was about to say, is that him just getting back to reality? But it's all reality. I think I, I honestly I the, love escaping from a mental institution because he, that's what I was thinking. Dude, it was. That's exactly like how awkward that is that there's a mental patient and some random random dude and they're just not talking. Also, there was, no, neither are saying there was anything. the smallest bit of me that was like, I really want that to be his dad. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know why I really thought it, it I really wanted it to be, but I knew it wasn't going to because be. it is. That would that's be hilarious. Exact, that's the most awkward interaction. Mm hmm. You don't really know always what to talk about. Cut all of that. <laughs> Obviously, right? Everybody has diff- difficulty talking to their dad, right? Right. That's what ha- what car trips are like Especially for everybody. If you escape from the mental hospital in the woods, you're stabbed. You're having a fucking. You're probably on shrooms or acid or whatever. Right. Right. And you're like, definitely felt like he was kind of being scolded a little bit. <laughs> but in reality, and then they pulled up to the house, and he gets out, and then the dude just it just backs up. As soon as the um. The reverse lights went on. I was like, no. <laughs> really, oh, that theory's out the window. Right? I really thought he was going to get out of the car also for some no, reason. I, but I like that theory, and I'm going to hold on to that in my back pocket for a while. Because <laughs> that is, that's exactly like what I would see, especially this fucked up world being like he exactly made, he made it that. all up in his head. Like, right. You know, his dad what isn't dead. Like, right. he just made up this anxiety with his mom and all that stuff. Oh. And, see, I think I think all of that wasn't made up in his mind it was made up uh it was it was placed there because that's what his mom told him and so no yeah, he no, just I, believed I, it not that, necessarily like he made it up on in his that own. bullshit to make that guy his dad and no oh. in what world else would it be <laughs> that's the true, world true. i'd have to make for that to be <laughs> true that's fair. but i agree with you um well, that's what i thought so it was going to be i thought it was going to be a lot of like clearly <laughs> clearly his mom is like borderline pedophile um because like the 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 cruise thing Felt very uncomfortable that whole very thing. Very much so. It was very. She was very upset that he was looking at any other person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. The one time that he had his own autonomous 
self-driven motivation and actually followed through with something. I mean, was it? Yeah. Because I feel like the girl mm-hmm. initiated all of it. Oh. Was it not? Like the girl was like, hey, I come take that meet back. me. <laughs> I take that back. I forgot that. I, I'm just I like, forgot that. It was just like a tiny version of his mom um, that was just initiating all this stuff. Yeah. And it makes sense. They're kids and like being like, I'll wait for you and all that stuff. Sure. That was funny or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but then taking it to that level. Yes. That, that was, was pretty fucking funny. That was. Like, I, I waited for you. <laughs> that was. That was the weirdest. That, was one was of the, like, that one, I don't care again if I was supposed to laugh as hard as I did at that <laughs> in the next section, but oh my fucking God. Okay, but anyways, yeah, we so get, yeah, to, the, we so get he, to the house, which um, also the house was gorgeous. House was absolutely insane. We'll put um, that in ex machina level where it's like, I would live there. <laughs> whatever it costs, I will live there. Except, except I didn't like the stairs. The stairs didn't have a railing, and I feel like it's very dangerous well, for somebody like Bo well, to the, be going up and down those the stairs. The stairs had a railing, but the, the living room mm-hmm. into the center square, uh-huh. that didn't have a railing. I will give you that. The stairs oh, had a railing. Oh, yeah, true. No, the, the stairs leading down the, the main pole where all the pictures were. The, the main... Maybe there was two sets of stairs because there's definitely... Oh, yeah, the upstairs There was stairs. a set of stairs right. that was like it came out because I was looking at it. I saw some like some steel in it that went up and I was like, no, there's no way the railing is strong enough right. to hold it up. So it had to be held up that the other way. So I, I know okay, there so was... so you're talking about the up the up upstairs. I'm talking about the main to the basement. I don't remember the, those stairs. I'm just... Gotcha. I, but I can tell you, I did have that thought of like, that seems dangerous when the, the like living room-ish square mm-hmm. where uh, What's-Her-Face was standing there talking to him. And um, right, there's no railing on that section. Yeah, I was like, that feels right. dangerous. I'd totally be drunk and fall into that. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, dude. I won't even be drunk and fall in that. I'll I'll just be not paying attention. I'll be looking at my phone smoking and smoking a blunt. No, I or won't even be. I'll be completely. Sp- not, we're not positive exactly what it is. I'm not sure exactly which paper I use. <laughs> Dabs or oh, I'm not God. sure. No, no more <laughs> ever, ever. Um, you walk up and you finally right the, the this entire time you're fighting to get home because. Uh, your mom's lawyer, which again, that whole phone call at the very beginning when it was the, it was this delivery person, uh, was hilarious. But then your, your mom's lawyer told you that you need to go. She can't be buried until you go and give a eulogy. And then you get there and the funeral's over. There's no one to give a eulogy to. Especially that's so, that's so interesting to me that now that it's real, uh-huh. cause before I was like, I'm assuming they call like there's a whole conversation that we didn't hear. Like, mm-hmm. like when he was in the fake asylum, whatever house, mm-hmm. and he talked to the the lawyer. It was like we we already called you and we told you, and it's been like three days or whatever. So I was like, I don't really feel like that's what the conversation they had it, that we heard. Right, that doesn't line up to me. So I imagine there's another conversation that in his head or like his mind blocked us from seeing it, and mm-hmm. it happened at some point. And we're getting a little, you know, peek into that. There was no delivery guy, you know, right. something like that. Right. Well, and it also was really difficult to follow. In reality, it wasn't. <laughs> it also was difficult to follow the the yes. actual timeline of how long has he been on this journey? Because it's there's no mm-hmm. way it's only been a couple of days, right? It feels no. much more than right because he was only supposed to be at at um the the I guess asylum the house for. <laughs> think two nights passed or maybe three nights passed i don't believe that I'm it was go- only i'm three going nights. by the um healing of his injuries oh yeah that's a good point that's a good point um yeah so that that you know playing with time kind of threw me off as well so it's very much a who the fuck knows but no i from the minute happened. we got to the to the house 
I'm like, well, obviously she fucking faked it. Like, there's no way the funeral just happened to end when he shows up. Really? I you, thought so that at that point, at that point, I went, nah, she's alive. I, I was she still, faked it. I was it. still with it. Like, I was like, he's showing up to, and um, this house where she died. Yeah. And, and I love he's gonna that have they such had an like emotional the thing dent in the floor and a plaque. This that is where was, the that was, again. I laughed Little at that. Gags, that was right? funny. Though we also laughed at the. Um, the headless body the headless in, the, the, in the cast. <laughs> I was like, what are you guys doing? Right? Because at that was, point, right? You might as well. That before. You might as well. Yeah, I was right. It, so finding little ways to make inventive material still is, is possible. And I like that. We don't just have to see the same shit over and over. And I was like, as soon as I saw the, um, the van, I was like, okay, they're Jewish. Um, I know this because it was, um, Shiva. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> And then there was three. She was catering. Or did, whatever. You saw oh, the God. three. Did you see there was three um, um, I, women or something like that in the lawn to the, like the left, all dressed in black that I assume um, was shitting. Uh, uh, shitting. <laughs> shitting shit. Yes. I assume that they were. If I said yes, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. And if I said no, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I think that I noticed there. that there right. was <laughs> There's so much chicken not. fat in this entire thing. Um, what else? What else? Oh, right. Of course. What a weird way to introduce. What was her name? Ellie or Eloise or? Unfortunately, I would say Eloise based off of what you just said. It feels like Eloise, but um, it was so. So in reality, so she paid her to come back and seduce him. I guess so. Right. That's what I. That so. What a strange way. Whether or not there was a funeral. Oh, I thought it was eight p.m. So that was stupid. You, this is this is a poor acting job, which then leads me to believe that, yes, she is being paid by mom to come back and actually finally have sex with him, which I don't just because to, well, because on it, was your a, it was more of a test than any, all of it was yes. a test. Oh, the whole thing was a test. So it was, was like so that he clearly failed. So she, that's all relative <laughs> because failing based off of her psycho ass. Yes. Yes. They not. In reality, didn't fail shit because half the crap that she was getting mad at uh-huh. was just normal life stuff. Right, right. The, the kid, the kid that's got scared and hit. For you. Like that's codependency for you. So that boat thing was. Anyways, we'll get okay, to that. In a yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, it was. She super was paid. Weird. Um, super weird. And one of the funniest gags, though, of that you're, you know, can't have sex, can't have sex. Right, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Oh God, it's actually happening. And oh, this finally happened. <laughs> Did you did you not immediately think clerks? No, sorry. <laughs> that was the first thing, first thing that I thought of when when she was stiff. Went there's a clerks reference. See, to me, I just I was so annoyed because I was like, I did not, I didn't personally find it funny, really, because it, oh. the whole thing was out of place to me. Because it's like we had this whole like like psychedelic mental health, mm-hmm. uh, mental illness, all this stuff, and then then it's just this weird ass sex scene in the middle in like. I'm like, this feels out of, so out of place to me. And then I thought it was a little amusing that he was like, I've been so terrified of this of my entire life. And I was like, oh, my God. And then she died. I'm like, come on, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? And it was just like, I was just like, it at was that a point, bit much. It was, was a bit much. And also, how did she get hit? How did she kill? How did Mega Mom kill her? That I don't have a clue. I don't. Maybe she had the same condition or that one. I'm not sure. I at one point definitely thought. What condition? <sighs> of the uh, yeah the uh, the heart palpitation or whatever it was where when you ejaculate when, yeah, or, but or, what are the what are the odds that she a random chick uh-huh. that was on the was it really the chick from the cruise ship yes 
So a random chick that you met on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. Kid, by the way. Random kid that met on a cruise ship. Is that, We're good now? Can I keep going? Okay. And then you go and find her years later, and she happens to have the same heart. Did that, well, she didn't just Bo, find her. Bo didn't even fucking have it. That's true. I, and maybe that's why she, I don't know. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm here to say, I don't think any of them had it, frankly. So, yeah, I don't know how she died or why she died or, or what, what she gave her, but Lies. Um, I definitely thought she was a robot for a set for a minute there. When she was being carried away, I went, is well, this like a, a whole like that was AI testing thing? Is that what this is? mannequin that they made a mannequin for her because there's mm-hmm. definitely, well, that tiny chick was not carrying <laughs> that carrying that no. grown ass woman no. by herself too. I, well, not by herself, but like the other end of the world of, right, of, with no sweat at all. And the dude like what <laughs> let go of one hand to open the door and then was like perfectly fine <laughs> i was like clearly it's a mannequin uh, oh oh she during yes. the weird ass sex scene mm-hmm. did you see his gigantic fucking balls yes i, I was so weird that. also i'm like what is going on here because those are distended testicles those are right an allusion yeah. to what's what we're about to see uh, it's all real brandon i know i agree it's fucking no, no, no. that is is a hint to what's in the attic yeah it's still fucking weird it is it absolutely 100 percent Again, the dick isn't real. (laughs) So it's a a fake illusion and a real story that everything happened into a fake shit. You know, anyways. So we finally uh, made it to um, ejaculation. And then I love how Bo is like, I knew you weren't dead. Like that was that to me felt like the most real like heart to heart. And like I'm I'm my head is completely clear. Like, I know what's happening. I know yeah. where I am. Like, right then when he's sitting on the stairs is, I knew you weren't dead. He I went, knew this was a whole fucking thing. For me, he went from a mentally ill dude that's, like, trying to just figure out what's reality and what's not reality to, right. like, yeah, of course. I was like, what is the fuck? Yeah, it was a major shit. Who is this guy? <laughs> right? This is right? a different person. Completely different person. And that is, my friends, is what ejaculation does. So, have sex. Yeah, that's all I got. That's did all I got. Did you write that down? Or no, I definitely did. That, that was spur yeah. of the moment. That nice. one. That one exactly. It's the kind of nice. off cuff humor you can get here on this podcast. Um, yeah. So that that entire thing with the the discussion with the mom, I thought was was one of the better parts um, of his character development. That unfortunately, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about the ending. The entire from from here on, again playing with what's real, what's not. The director says everything's real versus, you know, what's a metaphor, right? From here on, it, it feels like a very different character, like you said. I, I feel much better about this character's decisions in this insane world than a person suffering from whatever mental illness is going on trying to cope with, I guess, the same stuff that's around him. So from then on, it was, uh, it felt like two different movies to me. Like the first half was more this like not real reality, mental illness, all that stuff. And the Mm -hmm. second half was just like this psychopath family. Mm -hmm. And like, that's more based in reality Mm -hmm. other than obviously the giant dick, um, more based in reality than the first half. And it just felt like two different movies to me. And it's like, I enjoyed the first movie more than the second part Mm -hmm. when they were getting more like. In reality, and she's just a psychopath that, right. like, I guess, set take, up an take entire controlling world to, like, right. test her. It's, yeah, do, do you want to take a helicopter parent to, like, you know, a million degrees further is exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and in, in, in that regard, 
I can understand where the, you know, Aster was said, you know, everything was real because mom put it there, right? Everything was, was the way it was and not a heightened version of reality because it's all a test from mom. So that's the only, the only time when I'm like, I can kind of see it, but I don't like it as much. So I don't know. We get to the attic. We get to the attic. <laughs> was who was chained? Not who was chained Her up. Twin brother. That was that was brother. his twin brother. Again, I guess his reality. So it's like. Well, it, I wasn't sure if that was if that was Bo, or if that was Bo's twin brother, or if that well, was his father. Well, again, it was like he had a memory. He had a dream uh-huh. of like of the other version of him that was more brave. Right. And again, we were looking at it as a dream of right. like. You know, he made this, made up this version in his head. Again, when that happened, he was in the bath. Right. That's where I think the water shit. Yep. Absolutely is where that that comes from. But in reality, it wasn't some made up version. It was uh, his twin brother that was more, um, stood up to her immediately. And then she chained him up into the attic, I guess. I agree. And then I don't understand what, how the giant dick is his dad. But I guess it is. Uh, That one I don't know how to unpack. I don't really know exactly. One of the most fucked up like lines in this whole movie might be mm-hmm. when she goes, do you understand what I went through to make to make you with the giant dick that's up there? And she's like, she said some line across like, yeah, do you understand what I went through to like right. birth you or right. make you or whatever? Like, I'm like, that is that's messed up. That's a bit. That's, far. that's, a, that's a bit. Ex- well, so. OK, so that's his twin brother. Great. Love it. Because that's what I was hoping it would be because it made sense to me. So. The giant dick, I guess, because we see Bo's enormous testicles when he's having sex. If you don't have sex because you think you have that condition, then you grow into this penis monster. I guess. Maybe. 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 But if that was always the, if he is a, just a giant dick, right? Get it. And that's the whole. So then that, well, then that's that, the whole joke of it. Well, then the, that, that penis monster mm-hmm. was her, the, the. The the father, when he was growing up, his mother did the same thing to him. So then, and it kept, just kept going and going and going. How old is he then? Because the bow hasn't turned into that um, dick monster. Oh, good point. So it's like, I don't good understand point. how, at what point, the the previous generation turned into that penis monster. Right, right. I assumed originally it was like a metaphor for like, her controlling him and having his dick and whatever. Right. You know, he can't right. use and all that crap. But the yeah, penis, that one I do the, not know. The penis also had stabbers. Yeah. Again, this also we- a little the, like the pregnant. The weird ass fucking dude, mm-hmm. the military dude, who was, I guess, the villain or whatever. I guess. That's not Mega Mom. Um, comes bursting into the window mm-hmm. out of no, no context. Nope. Weird. I get into then, what the third or fourth floor of this in, insane mm-hmm, elaborate mansion, mm-hmm, which I always thought. also we saw him shoot himself, you know, through his shoulder. So, yep, yep, yep OK, yep, we're yep. just going to forget that that happened. That was real. Ari. And um, then didn't attack who he was told to attack and instead attack the now, monster. In fairness, if I'm him. Mm-hmm. Wait, he was paid by he was paid by Mega Mom also then, wasn't he? Oh, so why was he trying to kill her son? Because he was, he went rogue. Oh God, God damn it! But they're all paid by right. Yeah, well, Megamon. okay, so then maybe that so, make that makes sense. Why then he wouldn't attack Bo in the attic? But why is he attacking? She could the, kill the penis dad whenever mega yeah. penis. Yeah, whenever. But that uh, also didn't kill him. 
Like, I don't think she can. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, what what was he doing at all? Like, if he was mm-hmm. following orders, mm-hmm. and that makes sense why he didn't want to actually kill Bo, mm-hmm. then why was he trying to kill the penis when she wouldn't want that? Because if she wanted the penis dead, she could just kill the penis whenever. Because she has so much power and shit. And so, I was hoping you had a better answer because that was the part I really don't even have a... Uh, that's the part. That's the part uh, of all of everything, else everything else I could. Check everything else I could. Well, a B C D. Penis, everything else B, I could what? at least. A penis be nice. I could at least throw something at, at you know at the wall and maybe something would stick. But that completely lost me. I don't. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do it at that time. <clears throat> but well, so, we watched. That, that makes no sense to me. Like, like yeah, and then he goes in. I did like him getting stabbed. That was funny. That was that was hilarious. That was great. Was, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. So so that happened. He goes down. He chokes um, her. Chokes oh, her the out. Horrible thing with the therapist. Oh my god. Which I will say is when I was in, like when he was in the house and stuff, uh-huh. and the speaker was uh-huh. still set set up on the speaker stand. I was uh-huh. like, why is that still there? They cleared out all their, their stuff. Why is there that speaker still there? So I did notice that a while. I was like, that oh, makes no sense. Did you nice, it's the play, nice. the play the thing? Yeah. But, Cause I was like, the DJ left. Like, well, I guess it's a funeral. <laughs> well, it was a fake funeral, anyway. Right. So, so you might as well hire a DJ. Um, I guess. Fuck it. Yeah, I want a DJ well. at my funeral. DJ penis. <laughs> DJ dicks. DJ dicks. <laughs> um, yeah, that that was fucked up, and I don't think. I don't know, so yeah, so he jokes her. So, and right, then so he like walks out to the boat. So like, right. so what's this boat thing? Supposedly, again, if it's all real. Uh huh. He goes to the boat and uh-huh. then he goes into the amphitheater because I think he thinks he's escaping and going to just you know be somewhere tranquil and. <sighs> but so she captures him the rest of his life in the boat, I guess, right? And takes it to this. Maybe bait. he wasn't ever supposed to go in that cave as a kid, and now he's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to do what I want and go through the cave," and that turns out to be the arena, and that's why. Yeah, it's even in know. like even in my like uh false narrative uh mental illness stuff like that felt weird like really forced like he's doing this whole process and then they're like you know this is like already two and a half hours two hours and 45 minutes and you still want another whole like process scene to do yep like we really got to hurry this which i guess originally had uh, a five page monologue that um the lawyer uh who was cast in it i can't think of his name right now your brother said it. He's like, oh, hey, look, when it's him, I played, I, I saw him at Meow Wolf. I don't remember. He wasn't originally cast, right? But when he got the script, I guess it was a five-page fucking monologue, hmm. and then it got cut. That felt like a five-page monologue to me, so I don't know what got cut out of that. Interesting. Felt a lot more stam- I don't know. Felt quite long. Um, also a horrible situation, but I love the 1-800-DEFENSE. For the uh, <laughs> yes. defense attorney. That was great. That was, that was another good weird, joke. Like, these random-ass jokes. That- yep. I was not expecting. Felt very, very much like a nightmare of, all right, I'm on trial for every bad thing that I think I've ever done. Again, seems more mentally in his head, but. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So. It wasn't. Jackass. Um, and then he dies. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, Did you know that the penis monster did have a name? Ooh, what was the name? The name of the penis monster. The Nose. Nose, you know, so the weird. nose, the so nose, That's... very random. I don't know why. Um, any other big uh points do you want to bring up? 
yeah, no, that uh, that's pretty much it. Um, I I was gonna say that I thought that Ari Aster was was a really master of you know por- portraying mental illness on screen, but then when he's you know claiming that all of this was supposed to happen, it throws that whole fucking like I'm about to praise you for this because Hereditary is about um, family shit getting um, getting passed down inherently passed down. Midsummer is what I uh, interpret as the best in, in living embodiment of a panic attack. And then I was going to say that this one is a living embodiment, like what's what it's like to be inside a paranoid schizophrenic's mind. Mm-hmm. That's what I was, you know, assuming this whole fucking thing was about. And I'm still, if, if, if I think of it that way, I think I like this film better. If I think of it as uh, trial and tribulation in an Oedipus esque uh, epic, just kind of saying how you know overbearing mothers can ruin people's lives then it kind of feels a lot less fun and a lot less i agree with you but i mean like as when i was watching the movie the second half i i didn't like it as much as the first half but with him saying that that makes more sense is like the second half i feel like is much more of the film he wanted than the first half necessarily like okay. not the film he wanted i think the whole thing was the film he wanted absolutely but like it checks out more of his what he says the second half checks out a lot more um which unfortunately makes sense um in the whole grand scheme of things because i definitely was like the thread from the first half really fell apart in the second half but in reality it didn't yeah. it was the that was what we thought was the thread wasn't was really upset. the thread. So, um, so we've we've hit that point. <sighs> Where okay, so I'm gonna we're gonna throw real quick uh-huh. to um, the segment with oh hey um, Kyle, Kyle What's and up? I. We're gonna throw right there, and then we'll come back, and then we will. Um, if you wanna, have you looked at the ratings at all? I have not. So we'll have you guess some ratings, and then we'll rate it. Okay, sounds great. See you in a minute. Hey, anyway, so. <laughs> We uh, will come up with a word later for it. <laughs> We're not doing a full thing, but you and I did just go see uh, uh, Bo is Afraid. And before you peace out, you're going to need you. I just want a little short. Uh, what you thought about it? You have to rank it out of five. I mean, out of ten. Idiot. What the fuck? So you're giving it a five, I assume? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think I'm going to go higher than that. Which is so interesting because this is going to be after Brandon and I have a full yeah. conversation. So I'm not really positive. I'm, I'm leaning in like the high sixes right now seven ish but i'm not positive usually when we talk about it i i feel like i usually like stuff more when we talk about mm, shit and then you think about it more and, and then i'm like out you what know, you like and i think so yeah kind of like even when we were talking about it on the car ride back <laughs> yeah. i was like oh yeah i guess that i did realize <laughs> at the beginning it's like it's like what the hell and then as we're going I'm like i guess that did mean that or that does make sense that i mean relatively makes sense quote unquote because yeah. i don't know how much of it made sense at all yeah <laughs> but uh what do you think huh um it was a confusing journey of reality like i could not figure out as we were going through the movie like what was reality what wasn't then i felt like i was figuring it out and then it was just like ah, fuck no here here's a dick in an attic i was like okay i'm, I'm, I'm lost again i really had i feel like i had reality wrapped i'm like this yep. is real this yep. isn't real this then is there's a giant happening. penis and then suddenly with, like, no. claws and stuff like yeah, pokers that yeah. stab someone Which in the head. Which made no sense. It was very well. Yeah, that, the giant penis made sense, but the, 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 I could wrap my head around right? that. And then it but stabbed when it somebody, and then that pincers, was weird. I was like, "What the fuck?" Is, is that just really out? hard pubic hair? Maybe. I think that what it was. I can see that. I mean, it was kind of high up on the shaft, but I could see. Also, I could see that being the thing. I think it's weird that his mouth wasn't at the top; it was on like the shaft. 
Oh, see, you, that made perfect sense. That to makes me. more sense. Yeah. I mean, I hear you like, like when I envision a giant penis in an attic, that's where the face would be. whenever you do all the time, you know, <laughs> yeah. all those times that you do just do you chill. Not? Like, nah, I just draw it. I don't really try to, I try to just sense. let it come out sense. organically. I see that. And that come was with a U. Um, so <laughs> overall, overall is very confusing. I, the beginning, I was definitely more into it as it went on longer. I, I agree. Like it, it felt like it was going on too long. And then I kept thinking like, is this the end? Now is this the <laughs> end? Know. If that, if that one dude, if that one other guy wasn't in the theater with us, I would have checked my phone just to be like, well, how long has this been going on? I did do that when you got up to go to the bathroom. I did a quick little, oh, we're at like halfway shit. Through. I was like, damn. I was like, I have to pee because I can't imagine this is almost over. So I'm going to pee now. And then, yeah, but I did enjoy when, um, Richard Kind showed up because I bumped that into him at a Meow Wolf when I did a vent. Really? Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, was he, a, dick? Was was he a, a giant dick in an attic? No, he, he was cool. He was just like, I was like, oh, sorry. And then kind of threw back and then I just kept walking. He was like, that's okay. I was expecting Kyle rubs him. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, all these famous people. I was off to check the food at the buffet and just was like, excuse me, sir. And turned around and it was fucking Richard Kind <laughs> from... Like, I was, and then I was telling everybody, and they're like, who the hell is that? I was like, Spin City? And they're like, what is that? I was like, god damn it. I had to look him up on IMDb just walking and, be around like, and be like, this is who it is. Oh, yeah, yeah I've seen him before. I, I was like, that. well, he's out there. <laughs> oh, you guys want to go see? No, yeah. I think no, I'm okay. We're good. I think I'm okay. Like, right, cool. Awesome. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Ma- make me feel old, early, bro. <laughs> All right. Um, out of 10, what do you think? Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I gave you a little warning. Yeah, no, I know, but like... <laughs> I feel like I feel like usually when I rate films, I kind of think give them I think of them in like two different categories, like just movies and then like films. And I feel like mm. this is kind of more of like a film. So as like a film, I would give it like I want to say like a seven. But if I'm giving it like just as like a movie to like like, like the average, yeah, like watchability, the average Joe, I would say like five going maybe a little lower than that like four and a half five i'm definitely gonna have to i'm definitely gonna have to like figure out a movie because when people go oh you saw bo is afraid how is it i'm gonna have to figure out a film that i go did you like this film and if they say no i'm gonna like don't go watch it if they say yes then i'm like okay you'll go you'll enjoy and stuff speaking of which if you knew if if you never heard netflix if you talk about lady in the tramp live action no it is um napoleon dynamite they have like a list of like five different movies that people either love it or hate it. And if Ooh. you can figure out an algorithm of how to recommend that pe- to people correctly, they have like a million dollars they'll give you. Really? I forget what the other films are, but Napoleon Dynamite's one of them. Okay. And it's just Damn. like five films. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I just thought of it when you said I recommend a film yeah, that I would I recommend to, to people. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's it's just people either hate it or love it. And they don't have an appropriate algorithm of how to determine. That is a, that's what a good one to like try and be not. like. Yeah. I'm not, it's so if you good, ever I'm figure like, it out, you get a million dollars. I would assume it's still up there. It's been since like Netflix well, started. Because everybody heard it from this podcast, if they figure it out, we get a cut of it. Absolutely. That's, that's where I was going with that. Not Brandon, because he's not in this section. Yeah. So you and I I don't know split. where he went. Uh, we, Brand, I tried to record and Brandon was like, I refuse to record with Kyle. Yeah, this, fuck that Oh, guy. I forgot to say, you're, this, you're Kyle. Uh, hey. <laughs> Makes sense to us, because I'm staring at you. Uh, My brother Kyle's here. <laughs> All right, so what was your what was your ending? I forgot what it was. Your final rating, 
Because you said between seven or five-ish, you want to split it and go six, or? I guess overall, yeah, I would say, like, six. Uh, how, about, how about it for you, necessarily? For me. Not necessarily recommending to anybody. I would say six. That's tough when you haven't rated anything no, else. I hear you. Try, all right. all <laughs> like, of ours start off like so confident, I, and then yeah. as I'm going, I'm like. If I had other things I rated, I feel like I could have put it in. But, yeah, I'm going to go with a six right now. Live action Lady in the Tramp for you is like a eight. Uh, and the next. Is it that high? I hope it's not high. I hope I it's not that it's high. Like, I, I, haven't say, seen I would it. say Lady and the Tramp, Lady and the Tramp live action is like a seven. Okay. I'll and watch I, and that. And I would rate Lady and the Tramp higher than this. So, yeah, I'm going six. For this awesome that was perfect i like no. that rounded out perfectly i'll watch lady and tramp and then i'll rate it on the next episode there you go so then we can have a it's good baseline Plus. live action is it like real dogs not well is it real dogs or is it fake dogs and I everyone else is real think it's i think cg dogs and scenes and then some scenes it's real dogs mm, and when they need to make them like do things that real dogs shouldn't do real dogs can do anything yeah <laughs> So I don't know. They just didn't want it enough. That's that's, that's what that's that sounds true. like to me. They didn't train the dogs well enough. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. And I'm going to go back to NLBL. Back to the podcast. <laughs> All right. And we're back. All right. I know Kyle's fucking stupid. I agree. Yeah. My seat is warm this time. No. <laughs> now it's finally warm. This time. <laughs> um, yeah. That was uh, that was an interesting take. Um, <laughs> I like I like his rating. I forgot what it was, but I will. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll uh, reference it whenever I edit this. The only reason I left was because I was trying to avoid your rating, and then you guys like had a full-on conversation. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay, so um, yeah, so you, so let's guess for rating. Do you want to guess the ratings, and then um, for IMDb, Rotten Tomato? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay, what do you want to go so, first? This IMDb? has been out for a week ish. Uh, yeah, I think so. Ish. So I'm gonna go. IMDb has this currently at a seventy seven point four out of ten. Ooh, so close. You want to hear? Oh, I mean, obviously, yes. I, I ruined it. 7.3. Damn it. So that slightly is lower. Real close. Real close. Nice. Okay. All right, and then Feeling Rotten good. Tomatoes, you want to go good. audience first? Yeah, let's do audience. I'm going to give Ari Oster's Bo is Afraid an audience score on Rotten Tomatoes of 68%. And I think critics. You want me to tell you audience? I want to see if I can do this. I think critics. I mean, you're wrong, just so you know. <laughs> and critics are up at uh, 78%. Oof. So audience is 73%. Ooh, okay. And then if based off of that, you want to change your critics? Sure. Second chance, critics are at 87%. 70%. Damn it! Yeah, I thought that they were going to find it better. Nope. Interesting. Of everybody, the critics are the least. Uh, critic consensus, like they do like a what to know critic consensus. Bo's afraid is an overstuffed to the point of erasing the line between self-flagellation and self-indulgence. Jesus. So yeah, they're like I, I agree with them. We're in the sense, and I agree with them that they it was overindulgent. And to it, an extent, it they was very to overindulgent. Back. I, I will agree with you there. All right. So, so our ratings. You know what you want to rate it? Not yet. Do you? I think I'm in the same realm because from the, the the clip with Kyle, I think I'm going to be in the same. I might go. That's right, because technically you recorded. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of kind of thought I I said what I think it was, and mm-hmm. then we usually have a conversation and it changes like a little bit. But I do think I, I think I what I said before was I, I was going to go seven out of ten. 
But talking about it and his and Ari's comments and stuff, I'm gonna go honestly. I'm gonna drop it just a little bit and go six. I think I'm gonna go six point seven five. Okay, because okay. I think it was better than Creed. That's still pretty Ant-Man. solid. Actually, I don't know. Six point glass is it the same as Glass Onion? You know what? Actually, this might be perfect. I think I'm going to go six and a half. Okay. And match Fableman. Because to me, they are both overindulgent and they definitely. Yeah. Telling their own story without telling their own story. Yes. And it was still like, it was still like, well, I think put together. Yeah. And I don't think it was like poorly made. Right. At all. And I'm going to do for rewatchability, I'm going to go VOD because I'm definitely. I'm going to have to watch it again because there's so much to to try and catch. And hopefully maybe I like it more the second time. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Um, Would you recommend this to other people? There's a category we have that we could potentially throw in there. Would you recommend this to other people? I mean, that's very, it's too black and white for me. Okay. (laughs) Like, like I was saying before is like, I need a barometer Mm -hmm. to say, what other movie like it's kind of like somebody needs to that tell or, me what mm. other movies they'd like because you know if somebody likes prize and prejudice i'm not going to tell them to go watch fast and furious you know right right i, I need a i need a barometer to be like if you like this movie then i think you would gotcha. i have gotcha. some some friends that i would recommend and the others i wouldn't so i Sorry. hate that it's, <laughs> no, it's you're good i hate that it's too general because it's <sighs> i like to i like to weird everybody out so i would tell everybody everybody to go see this hot checks out Yep. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to see this again. Um, I think that Joaquin Phoenix's performance is, is outstanding. I do agree with that. We didn't really talk about that, but yeah, he's we fantastic in everything. Exactly. So I that, didn't want to like, yeah. Same with, same with the other, you know, generals. I thought the writing was pretty. All the acting I thought across the board was, I didn't, nobody was a poor, there was no poor acting anywhere. I would, I, it, I thought everybody entirely. was fantastic. I agree entirely. I thought the writing was, was uh, really good, really, really solid. Um, you know, maybe lackluster in some parts and better in others. Thought the score was was one of the best we've heard so far this year in 2023. Um, you know, like like we mentioned uh, with the first part, I thought set decoration and and props were you know to me outstanding through through most of it. Um, where where some maybe not have been weren't as extravagant as others. Um, I thought technically it was a really well done film as far as the substance of it and and the thread and the whole point of it. That's what really drags it down for me. So if I hadn't, if 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 Aster would have just kept his fucking mouth shut, and not not blurted out that apparently all this is supposed to be mm-hmm. real and not metaphorical, I liked it more as a metaphor. But now knowing that, I agree. It one hundred percent drops it down just, just a little bit for me. Um, I think I'm going to go with a seven solid because I think, seven like I said, even, really, yeah, because I think I think the technical and the acting, I think that all absolutely carries it enough for me that it, it I can't detract too much from just how absurd this thing is and yes i definitely want to rewatch this um don't know if i want to get to to a theater but definitely something that i would like to have the ability to pause and go all right well let me let me take out my mad magazine and let me just point mm-hmm. out right yep what's in the background so that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah all right all right guys that is that is going to be um everything for this week Yep, yep. Um look out for this Sunday, the next chapter for our Last of Us podcast, yes. episode three mm-hmm. will be coming out this Sunday. So um tune back in for that on Sunday. Don't forget to let us know what you thought of this uh of this film and others. If there's anything you want us to see or talk about specifically, love to hear that. 
Uh, we're at watched underscore podcast on Twitter. We've got Facebook page. We're getting a YouTube page and Instagram set up as well. Um, see if we can get us uh, maybe some some Reddit uh, some Reddit coins as well. So drop us some likes, some tweets, some some hellos. And uh, as always, stay weird and have a great life from here on out. Everyone look out for those giant penises in the attic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.